You're listening to Red Ten Sisters, a podcast providing expert sisterly advice on women's most pressing reproductive and sexual health questions. This week on the podcast, we're speaking to Alex Sipokosis of Ask, Love, Receive about how the law of attraction can help you on your journey to motherhood. Hello and welcome everybody. Today in the studio, we have Alex Sipos-Kosis and she is here to speak with us about how using the law of attraction can help you manifest a baby into your life. I'm especially thrilled to speak with Alex because as many of you know, I work with a lot of women who are trying to get pregnant. So I teach fertility awareness and I do a lot of coaching and body work and the question of intention setting and how our mind and our thoughts affects the outcome comes up quite a bit in my practice. I also know Alex had her own journey to becoming a mother in addition to the training that she has done in Law of Attraction coaching, so I'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to share with us today. So welcome, Alex. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're so thrilled to have you here. So let's just jump right in. A lot of women are struggling with infertility these days. Mm -hmm. What do you see as being some of the most important obstacles or the most important obstacle to women getting pregnant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of obstacles, um, including medical, which are certainly significant. But really the biggest obstacle that I see comes from allowing this unplanned event to really take over our lives and deter us into fear. And the need for control plays a huge role in the way that this challenge unfolds into our lives. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that the story that we tell ourselves and the need for that story to be perfect and the outcome to be exactly as we imagined it can actually really hold us back. Yeah, I still hear what you're saying and I often feel like there's like a particular type of woman who often ends up coming to me or having fertility Mm -hmm. challenges and it often is kind of that A-type personality and I can totally relate to this because I'm one of those people who's kind of used to controlling everything in your life or used to planning Mm -hmm. everything out and having everything kind of fall into place as per our plans. Mm -hmm. So that's a real challenge. So tell me a little bit about you know, how how you see people overcoming that. Like, what is, how can we work with that? Mm-hmm. Well, um, an analogy that I really love comes from Abraham Hicks, one of the big thought leaders in the law of attraction community. And the analogy is that of a river. So we're in this boat in our lives or this river, and we're going downstream and all of our desires Everything that we want to have happen is downstream. But when we try and control, it's like we're trying to swim upstream, try to paddle upstream. So it feels hard and we're really tired and frustrated because we're trying to go against the current. So when Mm -hmm. we learn to release that control and allow life to take us, maybe not necessarily where we thought we were going to go, and we can sort of release and have more faith and trust in the process, then Mm -hmm. we can flow really easily and not only will we get to our desires faster but it's going to feel really great getting there yeah 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 great so I know you coach women to use the law of attraction to get pregnant can you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about kind of what the law of attraction means to you because I know that there are lots of ideas floating out there around Mm -hmm. what it is and then um, so what it means to you and how it can sort of be applied um, to a woman's attempts to conceive or become a mother. Mm-hmm. 
Well, to me, what's awesome about the law of attraction is it's the awareness of our role as really powerful creators of our own lives. So we really can control what happens is or control, but we really can affect what happens in our own lives. Um, mm-hmm. So put another way, it's been said, like attracts, so what we focus on expands. So the important mm-hmm. point being to focus on what we want to have happen as opposed to what we don't want to have happen. I think it's really easy to focus on what we don't want to have happen, and the universe is just going to give us what we give attention to. So if we're focused on not wanting to have infertility challenges, not wanting to be without a child, that's what the universe is going to give us more of. So the important part is to redirect our thinking as to what we want to have happen. So uh, to answer your second part of your question, often when a woman has fertility challenges and she comes to me, she's typically already feeling really upset about the situation. Uh, She probably feels powerlessness, guilt, anger, frustration, sadness, (laughs) probably all of the above, and then some. I've been there. and. So I use the law of attraction to redirect thought patterns to help clients Mm -hmm. move from that state of fear into a state of love. And Mm. yeah, I help them feel good first now in order to attract situations that will reflect that back to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to hear a little bit about how, um, like to me, it seems almost paradoxical and I've had clients say this too, that, that it seems like you kind of have to release, like as you were saying about the river, like you kind of have to release the control and let your life flow the way it's meant to. And yet there's an aspect of law of attraction that's very much about trying to get what we want, like Mm -hmm. trying to get what we want through controlling our thoughts. Are you able to speak a little bit to some of that contradiction or apparent Mm -hmm. contradiction? Yeah, yeah, I see how how that can come up. So the first step I always work with Um, manifesting a baby, a new job, a house, a spouse, anything, is to get really clear about what you want. Because Mm -hmm. the universe, like I said, will give you what you want. So it's great to get clear about what it is that you want. You don't just want Mm -hmm. any job. You don't just want any baby. You know, you want a healthy baby. You want to conceive easily. Like, you want all these things. So it's Mm -hmm. really good to first get clear and put that out there. Yeah. And then it's sort of flexing your faith muscles. It's building the trust that that this is going to happen. And it's either mm-hmm. going to be what you want or something better, mm. which I love. And I think it's that or something better, which is the release of control. It's sort of saying, you know, universe, this is what I want. But if you have something better for me, like who am I to get in the way of something right. even better? You know, yeah. um, I've had clients sort of say, you know, I'm, I'm trying to manifest a thousand dollars. I have this bill to pay and I'm manifesting a thousand dollars. And I say, that's amazing. You know, what if you could manifest $10,000? Wouldn't that be better? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had clients try to manifest a thousand dollars and by getting out of their own way, they've had $5,000 actually mm-hmm. come into their lives from some, a job they forgot they had. So, right. you know, that's even better. Right. Um, so it's really getting into the state of allowing and it's really co-creating with the universe that mm-hmm. sort of gives up some of the control. It's sort of saying, this is what I want, but I know that I'm just a part of it. I mean, you can't yeah. physically make that embryo implant into your body. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be mm-hmm. some release to the universe to to help you with with your desire. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's that element of mystery. And I think that's kind of like tying back to what we were talking about, people who are used to control things. I think that's yeah. a really difficult aspect of the fertility journey is that there is this element of mystery that just can't be controlled. And yeah. when it's surrendering to that can be really difficult if you've been used to being in control of every aspect of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. typically the women I work with, are really successful in their lives. You know, they have mm-hmm. an amazing job and they're really successful and, you know, they, they're able to manifest other things in their life that they, they want. And through working mm-hmm. hard and they've been able to get it easily. So when this doesn't yeah. come along easily, that can be really hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really shakes people up a lot when they yeah. suddenly realize that, in fact, with fertility, it can often be counterproductive, right? The harder you work, the more stressed out you get and the less likely yeah. you'll have to conceive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I know you had your own struggle with infertility. So I was mm-hmm. hoping that you'd be willing to share that with our listeners today, a little bit about your experience and kind of what you learned from your, your own journey to motherhood. Mm-hmm. Sure. So... My husband and I tried to conceive for about a year on our own before I sought out some help. And um, I worked with a meditation coach, an acupuncturist, naturopath. I did Mayan massage and I learned the Justice method, which was amazing for giving myself control over my own ovulation and knowing, knowing more about my body. I also mm-hmm. started some diet changes, some new vitamins. So I really took a lot on physically. And I also um, sought out some help medically through two fertility clinics. And I learned a lot on on that journey, and they were all really eye-opening and effective tools for my health. But I think for me, it really wasn't until I hit an emotional rock bottom that I knew something had to change. And I sort of got on my knees and prayed to the universe and said, I know there's a better way. What am I supposed to be doing? Because something Mm -hmm. needs to change. And so... Fortunately for me, I was going through life coach training at the time, so I had all these tools that I'd been given, and uh, I started to coach myself. So through a lot of hard, hard inner work, um, I learned to accept what was going on. I was okay with a different outcome than I imagined. I worked on having Mm -hmm. faith and trusting that all would be okay. I learned to to release that control and to just say that what will happen will happen. And Mm -hmm. I knew that this was a process, a journey I was meant to go on. And I sort of had to figure out why that was. And it was really coming to the realization for me that I was going through this in order to help other women going through Mm -hmm. the same journey that my daughter was conceived. And I really don't think it was a coincidence that really after realizing like, okay, I'm going through this because it's really hard and other women are going through it and I'm going to help them that, that she was conceived. Yeah. So that's so beautiful. I love that story. And it reminds me of, um, you know, something I heard recently. I don't know if you read the book, um, outrageous openness, Mm-mm. Um so it's uh I think the subtitle is Letting the Divine Take the Lead. It's by Tasha Silver. And and she talks a lot about this, about basically um, you know, releasing your intentions to the universe and allowing the answers mm-hmm. to show up for us. Yeah. And I think that so much 
you know, heartache can be avoided when we when we kind of surrender over, you know, as you've been saying, our desires and then ask for the universe to co-create by showing us the way, showing us the path rather than mm. trying to say, no, 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 I'm, I'm quite certain it's this path, right? Yeah. To actually let the path emerge and show itself to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. so powerful. And yeah. I really, I'm so grateful that I've, really come to a place now where I know that the universe has my back so I'm okay with allowing for that co-creation because I know that I'm supported in my desires and I know that like I said it will be what I want or something better so so being in that state really allows me to give up that control and and just be in a state of allowing which Mm -hmm. is a great place to be in yeah yeah and I understand you're pregnant with baby number two I am. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit about how, you know, conceiving baby two was a little different probably than conceiving baby one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was the exact opposite of the first time around for sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, going into it, I had all these tools I had learned previously. Um, Practically speaking, the just use method was amazing. It was really easy to know when I was ovulating and really it, it just felt really easy to just sort of know the timing of things and really as I mentioned previously before I was able to conceive the first time I had to reach a certain mindset and outlook on life Mm -hmm. and fortunately I really carried that through my pregnancy with my first baby and really Mm -hmm. into trying to conceive my second baby so because I was going into it with this great headspace it felt really easy and effortlessness and Mm -hmm. law of attraction like attracts like so first I was in this space of really of ease and effortlessness, and that was what was reflected back to me. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, it just felt great to conceive this time, and, and it obviously took a lot less time than the first time. I didn't need to go to a fertility clinic. And That's great. It was, oh, yeah. So thrilled for you. A miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And such a great example of how um, the techniques that you've been talking about can really, you know, turn things around and create a very different experience. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. So for our listeners today, what is kind of your number one piece of advice for the women who are on the call who and listening to this who um, may be currently trying to get pregnant, might be experiencing some frustration or some infertility? Mm-hmm. You know, what would you advise them? I would say first figure out what it is that a baby is going to bring into your life. Why do you want to have a baby? And how Mm -hmm. are you going to feel when you conceive, when you carry a healthy baby, when you deliver this beautiful, healthy, amazing baby into this world and you're looking at your baby for the first time? How are you going to feel? And then instead of waiting to feel that way, find other ways in your life to feel that way now in order to attract Mm -hmm. a baby. Instead of... Mm -hmm. The opposite. So get yeah. into that state now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great advice. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I often use that in my work, too. I've done some training with a colleague of mine who is a feng shui specialist. And so one of the things I often get my clients to do is to create, like, an altar. And I say, you know, put images on there not of that remind you of wanting a baby, but that remind you of the, or give you the body sense feeling of already having the baby that you know Absolutely. is on the way. So that yeah. every time you look at it, you're getting filled in your body, like right down to the cellular level with that experience of already being connected to your child. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so cool. 
So I'm sure many of our listeners would love to hear more from you or potentially even work with you. So can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, you can reach me on my blog. It's askloverceive.blogspot.com. And you can find all my contact information there, and there'll be a link to my new website coming soon. Terrific. That's so exciting. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Alex. Is there anything else that you wanted to share, any last thoughts that you wanted to share with our listeners today before we sign off? I just want to say to anyone listening who might be experiencing fertility challenges that everything you're feeling right now is totally okay, and this is a challenge you will overcome, and it's going to be amazing. Just have faith and stick in there and feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for that. Thank you so much for joining us on the call today. You know, it's such a a delight for me to have you on, you know, having worked together in the past and, you know, I consider you a friend and a colleague and I know just know how inspirational that your work um, will be to all of the women who are listening today and uh, it's been inspirational to me. So thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Amy. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. (laughs) Take care. Thanks for listening to Red Tent Sisters, the podcast. We're Kim and Amy Sedgwick, co-founders of Red Tent Sisters, a business dedicated to providing holistic fertility, sexuality, and contraceptive solutions. If you have something you'd like to share about this week's topic, we invite you to join the conversation on our Facebook page. Or if you have a question you'd like to hear addressed on the show or have an expert you'd like to see interviewed here, please send us an email at bestsisters at redtentsisters.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Red Tent Sisters, the podcast, for more great tips on how to resolve your feminine concerns and live a vibrant, passionate life naturally. Thanks for listening.